I'm very strongly considering getting over my ex by getting under someone new. Okay. I, I, do we have to keep reading? Because I'm in full support of this. <laughs> I knew yes, you would. Do that. Do that. Do whatever do that, that is. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lainey Louie, talk show host and entertainment reporter. Also, the editor of LaineyGossip.com, and oh, I am a BTS. Yeah, fan. you are. I'm Sasha Chong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on LaineyGossip.com. And I am not a big BTS fan. But this is What's Your Drama, where we gossip about you. getting your tit pressed i'm getting my tit pressed is that what it's medically called well that's how i picture it now because i listen i haven't had a mammogram yet Mm -hmm. i guess eventually i'll be due and i didn't know like i thought it was like you lie down and then they come around with like a little wand Mm -hmm. and they i love how everything is a spa for you (laughs) you lie down (laughs) And someone brings you something. Yeah, a massager. I don't think that's how it's going to go down for me. So I didn't know that a mammogram involves you standing. Yeah. And then um, a machine clamps your tit. And now I picture it like a George Foreman grill. I think so. Yeah. Right? Without. And. Yep. Yeah. The George Foreman grill. uh, It's like a panini press. It's a panini press for your tits. Yes. Panini presses your your tit, and then you have to do it like from whatever sixteen different angles, and it hurts. Are but you very you're talking? But you're talking everybody. about it like you know what's going on. See, I am going for my first one on Thursday. I have no idea. Typically, I'm such a freak that I will look up everything. I'll look up all the videos, but for some reason, I just don't want to know what I'm walking into because. It's a standard procedure. People get it done all the time. It's as you were just about to say, it's like so important. Everyone should be doing that if they can, especially if they have a history of breast cancer in their family. But I like don't I'm like I don't want a panini press. I don't want that. So like everything in my head is like, well, maybe I shouldn't go on Thursday. Like there's some like I don't really need to go. You have to go. Okay, but how much is it going to hurt? Because when my when Bowie steps on my tits, the pain is insane. But it's a but she steps into my tit, not the other way. Do you know what I mean? She like pushes mm-hmm. into my tit as opposed to. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's a different pain. I think it. Okay, don't be mad about what I'm gonna say, but I think it's gonna be painful for you because I have small tits. Yeah, I think it's, it's painful. Period. But especially for smaller chested women, why? Oh, why? I don't want it. Because there's less to get. There's less, like, right now I'm trying to pancake my tits and, like, I have bigger tits than you and 
there's not much to grab. Like I'm trying to like, I'm trying to recreate a George Foreman experience around my tits. And yeah, like, so I think it's going to be like the process of getting that much flesh into the thing. It's going to be, yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, I think. And then when you just emotionally prepare yourself. But the way that you just said 16 different ways, what do you mean? They're going to, do you know that for a fact that they're going to push my tits well, into a panini were, press 16 different ways? One of them? You were, you were there when our friend um, told us who's had a mammogram before. She didn't say 16. What, okay, fine. I might've been exaggerating <laughs> a little, but like four per side or something like that. They said that you're like in and out within 15 minutes. So if you're doing like, if they're like pushing your tits into like, like, you know, like using it as Play-Doh, like that's going to take some time. So I imagine that they know what they're doing. It's not like I'm the first person with small tits in there. So they know how to like no, maneuver my tit not. into the press. Yeah. Anyway. They know exactly what they're doing. And it's just that, you know, for the whatever, three, se- 10 second, three second clamp time, it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. It is the extreme version of, like, it'll go quickly, but you know when you go to the dentist and they have to take the x-rays and yeah. they jam that card in your And you're in your choking mouth? and you're going to barf and everywhere. Ch- and, oh my God, and it's so fucking sharp. It's cutting yes. your gums. It's cutting the inside of your mouth. Yes. And it takes, and then they go around, I don't know, the other side of the wall and it goes, and then they come out and take it. I, I imagine it's like the, the uh, like, that times a hundred. Great. Thank you for that. For disc- <laughs> Great. Great. This is airing on Thursday. And by the time um, people will probably write me, it will have been done. Um, but I'm just hoping that when this does land on your site, that people will be thinking of me and knowing that I will be, be making a, a vegetable roast panini on my chest. That's what I will just be need happening. a grading scale. Like you, I, cause I mean, eventually I'm going to have to go, you know, at a certain yeah. age, it's a standard procedure. So I, I need you to like properly scale the pain. And I have a very high pain tolerance. You, I really suspect do not. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Well, what do you mean I, you don't know? I feel like I complain. Yes. But, I can <laughs> but you can endure. But I can endure. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway. I, I don't know either. This is a rolling the dice scale. I will. I will give you a scale because everybody I've talked to who has had a mammogram, it's like they have like PTSD and don't want to talk to you about it. Like they go, oh, it just right. really hurts. And it's like, but what? Give me more details on the pain threshold that I yeah. need to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I will you, be, I will let you know. Do the public service. I will do the public service. So, Next episode is our final episode before it is. We, yes, you're telling me now. <laughs> We're going to be on hiatus for the summer. Okay, before we break for the summer. So on the next episode, you can give everybody the 100. I will on the mammogram. Okay, sounds good. Okay, let's get to our questions. First question. Hey, Sasha and Lainey, I'm 26, recently single from a four-year relationship. I'm still grieving that relationship and seeing as we're slowly but surely going back to normal life, I'm very strongly considering getting over my ex by getting under someone new. Okay. I, 
Do we have to keep reading because I'm in full support of this? <laughs> I knew yes, you would. Do that. Do that. Do whatever do that. that is. Okay. The advice is do that. <laughs> See? Let's move on. See? Okay. It's easy to do those. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as we continue, um, this person continues, I'm very strongly considering, oh, okay. I'm not looking for commitment, just something super casual. Harry, uh, okay. Harry recently slid into my DMs on Insta when he found out I was single. Harry is hot and funny, and that's about all I'm looking for right now. I would get under him in a heartbeat if he wasn't my little brother's childhood BFF. Ah. He had a major crush on me back in the day, but I only saw him as a sweet, chubby little puppy. He sure as heck went through an amazing glow up. He's no longer super close with my brother, but they're still part of the same friend circle. My brother's not speaking to me right now because of some silly family drama, but we'll get over it. I do know that he wouldn't like me sleeping with his friend and would think I'm purposefully trying to hurt him if something went down with Harry. Okay, now it gets a little bit more complicated. <laughs> that being said, I really want to jump that guy. So do you have any advice on how to get some without having it turn into a big drama? Oh, and for the record, Harry's 22. So uh, we're totally legal consenting adults here. Okay, well, so Harry and the brother... Let's call the brother William. Okay. <laughs> Harry and this person's brother. Um, so uh, this person, I mean, let's not call her Kate or Megan. Let's call this person Tabitha. Okay. That is a very, that goes up very well with <laughs> William. And, okay. okay. So Tabitha's brother, Harry, is not, oh, no, wait. Tabitha's brother's William is no longer that close to Harry, but probably Will wouldn't like Tabitha and Harry fucking. But then, which is know, like, does Will have to know? Well, I'm saying, does A, does Will have to know? And by the time that Will and Tabitha are talking, Harry and Tabitha will have fucked enough times that it'll be over and done with by that time. Do you know what I mean? I guess the danger, though. There is a danger. Harry's had a crush on Tabitha forever. So is Harry going to turn into a, like a, a clinger? Is he, or is he just going to catch feelings? And yeah, could Tabitha catch feelings? Possible. Tabitha just, right now, Tabitha just wants to go in there, get herself filled, one and done, by yeah. Harry, thank you so much. So, and Harry might mm -hmm. be like, Tabitha, I've waited. But that's Harry's problem, years. right? Tabitha Yeah, can... but then Harry could tell Will or be like a fucking heat score and then th their secret will be exposed. I guess my point is I just don't think it needs to be a secret. Like, unfortunately, all you would have to say was, hey, William, um, we weren't talking at the time and it seemed like a very strange thing for me to reach out and tell you that I was going to get like my groove on with your friend. Like, if that's going to like, that's fine if uh, William has feelings about that. But like, really, is it going to really cause that big of a fucking situation especially when William and Harry are really just running in the same circles they're not so tight it would be really weird if William no if Harry was like down the line hey William I fucked your sister like well, who would say that I guess they're guys would say that part of the same friend Cir circle friend circle friend circle they're not tight 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 anymore friend circle that means like fucking you see them at a party here and there I don't know I'm for Tabitha getting under fucking Harry and doing what she needs to do, scratch that fucking itch, a hungry girl's got to eat, and then deal with whatever happens afterwards. Chances are it will be like a one and done sort of thing and everyone will be like everyone will move on and no one will know. That's what I would do. I would totally roll the dice on this. It's worth it's worth oh. rolling the dice. Yes, I would also totally roll the dice on this, but I would 
Tabitha. What Tabitha is asking for is, okay, here's what Tabitha needs. To know. But but Tabitha's not. Ta- we're not our, on our, how to get some without having it turn into a big drama. Well, you just it, there might be a big drama, but isn't it worth it? <laughs> I, I also just don't think. By I don't think. Do you think that would cause a lot of drama? Yes. Why? If she's already predicting it's going to cause a lot of drama, then so, like she knows something we dynamic, don't know. Well, or whatever dynamic Will has with his friend group, and she knows her brother, she knows his personality, she knows that he wouldn't be chill with like um, one person in his friend group knowing the literally inner Insides. workings mm-hmm. of his sister. So that's a fact in their family. Some families, nobody cares. Like. You know, in some families, everybody's cool with it. In this family, it's not the case. So how can Tabitha go about her business with Harry without causing – maybe you – maybe listen, Tabitha, it's up to you. Like, you need to understand whether or not Harry can be discreet. Right. Is Harry the type who's going to be like, yo, Will – fucking bone your sister man it was right. so good right or can tell keep it on the Chad DL. and brad and whatever like don't tell will but i fucking boned his sister and it was so good like is harry that dude all dudes are harry that dude harry's gonna tell somebody and it'll it eventually most likely will get back to william who cares is what i'm saying it's not like like sorry so this is her younger brother right yes well, so what? She's the older fucking sibling. She can fuck whoever the fuck she wants to fuck. She doesn't need permission and she doesn't need a cosign. And, you know, William will be okay. William will have to get over it and just deal with it. Truly, who cares? Yeah, get your I'm fuck on. For this. Get your fuck on. I'm, and also, maybe Harry. It's summertime. Yes. <laughs> We've been like trapped indoors. Fuck whoever yes. you want. That's your excuse. If he's ever mad, be like, I'm yeah. very sorry, but I was trapped indoors and like mm-hmm. my pussy got the best of me. <laughs> the horny took over. Horny took over. I'm very sorry. Yeah. I will never do that again. Yeah. Still, though, Tabitha, I mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, you have to like Instagram a shot of Harry's dick inside of you. No. You know, like, no. <laughs> right. So we still- advise not to do that. <laughs> still be discreet and still like have a very casual conversation with Harry being like, Hey, you know what? My brother probably wouldn't be like cool with this. So can we just keep it between us? Yeah. And, and be prepared too, Tabitha. Let's be realistic that if Harry is hot and funny and so good, you might want to go back for seconds and thirds. And Mm -hmm. that is a level of complication we're not dealing with here because you seem to think that you can one and done this situation, but that's when there might be weirdness. You know, if Tabitha and Harry. But we're not touching that right now. No. Because I don't. Get that. Yeah. Because I'm looking forward to the sequel. Me too. I'm looking forward to the sequel. And I also just like want to make this as clean as possible for us. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like Sequel with photos would be great. Yeah. Photos? What photos are you asking for? Just a headshot. Just a headshot. Oh, of Harry. Like, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. We don't yeah, ask exactly. for we don't ask for payment or any payback, but we do ask for pictures. <laughs> so a picture of Harry, you're welcome. Yeah, and if you need to hit us up with a sequel, but for now, yes, discreetly go about your business. Blame COVID. Yes. Blame horniness. Get your summer fucking on. You know, live. Everybody, go out and live. Yes, if you're double vax, go live. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, next. Hey, Sasha and Lainey, my ex-roommate and I met four years ago on a language exchange app. I was trying to learn French then. Alice is from France, and she was trying to uh, improve her English because she had gotten a job in New York. I was living with my parents and dying to move out out of my hometown in the middle of nowhere. Alice and I got along so well that when she got here, I found a job in New York, and we decided to get an apartment together. We were having a blast and living the dream. Then I met Jake and fell really hard for him. We dated for almost a year before I found out he's a fucking cheating asshole. Wow. I broke up with Jake in May 2019. I was hurt and felt broken for a long time. Alice really stepped in and took care of me. I'm an only child and I always wanted to have a sibling and we developed a really strong bond and she became as close to a sister as I've ever had. In February 2020, I found out that Alice had been dating Jake. Whoa! (laughs) I don't think I can go on. Keep it. From... From what she told me, after he and I broke up, I blocked Mm. him everywhere so he wouldn't contact me. He then reached out to her because he was worried about me and hoping to find a way to fix things between us. Somewhere along the way, they started talking and getting to know each other and caught feelings and all that bullshit. I was really pissed and heartbroken and asked her to move out. I'm pretty sure she moved in with Jake. We stopped talking and then COVID and lockdown happened. I was depressed for a long time. Tried online therapy a couple times, but it wasn't a good fit. My income was cut in half. I was struggling for a while, then had to move back in with my parents at the end of last year. Cut to today. I've been looking for a job in New York. I'd really love to move back. After a series of unsuccessful interviews, I finally got an offer. My problem is I found out during the Zoom interview that Alice is also working at the same company, and she was on the panel interviewing me. Fuck no. <laughs> this has to be a joke. This is not, this is not real. Keep going. Come on. It actually, it actually seems so crazy unreal, but the way yeah. she writes it, it's real. It's legit. This chick isn't fucking with us. We wouldn't necessarily work together all the time, but she'd have authority to ask me to join in on some of her projects. After she moved out, she tried to reach out many times and I ended up blocking her. I haven't heard from her until now. After the interview, she emailed me apologizing, telling me they broke up not long after she moved out of our place. She said she'd put in the work to gain back my trust if I gave her a chance. She misses me, and I'm the closest thing she ever had to a real friend or family in the U.S. I never got closure from how things ended with Jake and Alice, and it did feel good to read her email, but I still hold a lot of resentment, especially towards her for what happened. That said, this job would be a great opportunity for me to get back on track professionally. What would you do if you were in my shoes? Thanks, Lizzie. Wow. Wow. What right? The fuck? <laughs> okay. What? The like, if you wrote fuck? this on a TV show, people would be like, no fucking way. This is so unrealistic and turn it off. Okay. Yeah, but if my brain could, true. but my brain couldn't even make up something like that. Like, it would, I know some people could, but like if it's made okay, up, you, I congratulations. You are easily shockable. Like you are. You're Pardon like, me? Uh, like, yeah. You're always like, who would do that? Oh my God, this is. And I'm like, Sasha, people are fucked out there. 
Okay, well, I would hope that our <laughs> listeners aren't fucked. But even if they are, this one's still really delicious and we should probably dive in. <laughs> okay, so Lizzie and Alice. First of all, there's two questions here. Should Lizzie take the job? What should she do? And then the second question is, what should she do about Alice? So Does let's she forgive start Alice? the yeah. work. Yeah. Well, let's the, start most the, work the most important thing I think here is career. This is mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. she has been waiting for. It's a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like they'd be working side by side, but there would definitely be some interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I would um, never... Well, more likely than not, I wouldn't let personal issues get in the way of career advancement. So if we're just talking about that, I say if the job is offered, definitely take it. Because, yeah. the th- sorry, what's the chick who's writing in? I never remember anything. Lizzie. Lizzie um, didn't do anything wrong in this situation. So she sure as shit shouldn't be punished or blocked from any opportunity mm-hmm. because of that. So take all the things that come mm-hmm. your way. So that's where I stand on that. I imagine you agree. <laughs> I agree. I think that, Lizzie, I, I think that you want to get back to New York. You want to be in New York, take the job, and it sounds like a good job, but also don't see, you don't have to see it as like a job that locks you into New York forever or that you have to be locked into the job. Just get your foot back in the door first, right? Mm. You've had a series of setbacks, starting with fuckface Jake and then all kinds of other shit. And yeah. now things are starting to turn around. And in like feng shui talk, you, you, that's the energy flow. The energy flow right now is good for you. So take mm. this job, ride it out. If you find that for whatever reason, the situation with Alice isn't great, at least you have this job to sit on, make money from, and then go jump somewhere else. Like, you know, so do not let the Alice drama cloud your opinion about this job opportunity. You are number one. Your career is number one. This is great. A great job for your career. Do it. Okay. But how about, how do we, so maybe the predicament here that I just thought about is how do we know, like, does Lizzie have to play nice with Alice right now? Because Alice just sent the email in order to get the job. Like that's where it's murky for me is like, Obviously, Alice is on the board of hiring, right? She was part of the panel. She will probably have some input. Alice already mm-hmm. emailed Lizzie after the interview and was like, let's bridge this gap. Does right. Should Lizzie, does Lizzie need to um, write her back or no? I say no. No, I don't think Lizzie needs to write her back today. In well, fact, I'd keep it. I keep it clean. Like if you get the job, Lizzie, that's one thing. But until you find out about the job, I wouldn't write her back yet. Right. Okay. So let's talk about all that separate. Let's talk now about the relationship. Okay. So do you you. think she should? (laughs) No. Do you think she should? I think that. I think that. I don't think that things are healed overnight. Mm Mm-mm. So my answer isn't, like, I don't know if I can answer uh, directly, like, yeah, get back together. Yeah, be friends. I would play it out like, you know, if you're colleagues, then if you end up being colleagues, then you gradually work into 
a colleague relationship. But is that forgivable? Like what Lizzie did, not Lizzie, sorry. What the fuck's her name? Oh, my brain Alice. is so stupid right now. What Alice did was like literally flip through a dictionary of shady. Like that is mm-hmm. some real bad friend. Like that's, that's, that's bad. <laughs> how do you, for- really bad. how do you forgive someone of, how do you forgive someone even though really fuckface Jake was a fuckface and thank God Lizzie got rid of him, but her But that's really- what forgiveness is. Like, yeah, but the, she, the whole premise of forgiveness mm-hmm. is that, like, if forgiveness was easy, like, forgiveness is based on the fact of that someone has wronged you in a wrong way. But this know? is really wrong. I don't know. My, I guess what the question is, is this forgivable for a friend? It depends on the person. And if Lizzie is writing to us, she's considering it. Mm-hmm. There are people out there who wouldn't write You're to right. us because yeah. they've already made the decision. Mm-hmm. But clearly, Lizzie is the kind of person who is capable, right? Mm. If she's mulling it over, then for her, this is something she would and is considering forgiving. And that's who we're dealing with here. Okay. I don't think friendship with um... What's her Alice <laughs> should be on the table. Like I don't I no, I'm just dumb right now. Um, I don't think Alice and Lizzie friendship should be on the table anytime soon. Like that's why I'm sort of I don't even want to even go there because I don't even think that Lizzie should be contemplating it. I think Lizzie can contemplate what it will look like to be colleagues with her, which is what you were um talking mm-hmm. about, Lainey, before I cut you off. Um, I think that is salvageable. I think that is doable. I think that that they could continue to have a work relationship that was like super mm-hmm. above board. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of like getting back and like being buds again, I don't, I don't know. Like that seems, I don't know how I, I don't think I could trust, um, someone after that. Like they would, I know that she's ready to prove herself to Lizzie, but like, mm-hmm. that's going to take a long ass fucking time. Yeah, it will. And that's why you, it, that's a process of, a process of rebuilding does take time mm-hmm. and it's, it, you, you don't heal overnight and it's going to be ugly if that is the decision. But the equivalent that I am thinking about right now, and we have talked, I think, a lot of times about how friendships are just like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Like you have to nurture them and they build and they ebb and they flow much in the same way as romantic relationships. So if it's possible for a partner, a romantic partner, to forgive another for infidelity, mm-hmm. then in this scenario, should you want to, it should also be possible for a friendship to re- be repaired after this kind of betrayal, right? Yeah. If a couple can get back together, and many have. I know people who have successfully gotten back together after infidelity because they were willing to work on it and they were not willing to walk away from the relationship. I can't say that about myself, Mm -hmm. but I have observed it in others. And clearly Lizzie is at least… Open to the concept. Open to the concept. She's asking about it. So in that respect… I think it's possible, Lily. Lily, I think it's possible, Lizzie. I just don't think it's going to be overnight. And I don't think you have enough cards to read yet in terms of what your next move is. 
So my advice right now is just to focus on the job. If you get the job, then take it day by day in terms of relating to each other as colleagues first. Yeah. And then slowly see whether or not you really want to heal and repair. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but that is some that is a fuck up. <laughs> totally, not, right? I'm still not over the mind fuck of like her signing in on Zoom and then seeing fucking Alice's face. That would be <laughs> fucking horrible. We'll wait until you get to this next question because it's sort of same, same but different. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, well, I mean, Lizzie, keep uh, us you're posted. You're the one communicating with these people. Lizzie, yeah. yeah. Lizzie, keep us posted. You're the one communicating with these people, and I guess they're real people, and they're sending in their real situations, but these, this is like, wow. Okay. Um, final question. Hi, Sasha Atlaney. I met my best friend Mark in college. Here's a quick recap of our relationship. We dated in college for about 10 months, then friends with benefits on and off for three years. Then there was a period of time when we hated each other, <laughs> then back to friends, hooked up once which was an obvious mistake to both of us. And we've worked through a lot of stuff to now be BFF. Okay. Got it. That's, that's pretty standard. No, it's not. But okay. You see, Sash? Like, I... <laughs> go on. Just go on. Go on. Like, it's not standard. Never. I've never had a relationship with a friend like that. Okay, you haven't. This is yeah, what I mean. Listen, I am talking about it from me. Me, Sasha. I'm okay. talking about this shit from my experience. Me. Never done that. But go okay. on. Mark sounds like a about real winner. seven months ago, about seven months ago, he met Layla. Mark and I are really close, so she didn't like me very much. When they officially became boyfriend and girlfriend, I strongly advised him to tell her our whole story. He doesn't want to. I'm four months pregnant and having the baby on my own. Since, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Since... <laughs> I love that reaction. Okay, go This on. is a reality shit. Like, now I'm... Okay, anyway. I'm four months pregnant and having the baby on my own. Since learning of my pregnancy, Layla and I became really close. She's been surprisingly open with me and very supportive. I've been going through a lot of drama lately, but Mark and Layla have both been there for me every single time I needed them, which brings me to my question. I feel super guilty that she doesn't know our dating history. Was it the other way around? I'd be pissed not knowing and would most likely feel betrayed when I found out later down the road. With COVID and everything, she is yet to meet our people and some of them we've known since college. Mark says it's been too long at this point to bring it up. He fears it would stir up unnecessary drama in both of our relationships with Layla and make his life much more complicated than needed. He insisted I don't tell her anything, but my guts have been telling me that if not, from either one of us, she could find out from a third party, and I don't see how it could play out well then. So what do you think I should do? Fuck. Right? This is real. This don't this is not a faux letter. <laughs> okay. Um Okay, what's this person's name? Because they told us Mark and Layla, and I don't know who this person is. Can it be really easy? Person. My brain's again not firing. Okay. Can you just call her Lainey? Jane. <laughs> Jane. Jane, okay, right. Jane. So Jane, Mark, and Layla. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, oh, I don't know. Only because if it was any other situation, I'd be like, yeah, like, what's the fucking big deal? You guys fucking hit it way long ago. That's what everyone does, right? That's mm-hmm. it's kind of standard behavior in university, I guess. Um, 
But you kind of have to respect your best friend, Mark, who's kind of begging and pleading with you to not say anything because he must know something about Layla. And maybe Layla, like, is maybe more jealous of a person or maybe really insecure or maybe just like doesn't like knowing that her partner's dick has been in other people that she knows, which is valid, which is fair. I... Because it's going to come out at some point, right? Because there is going to be a friend who's going to like, remember when you guys fucking banged or something? And then yes. it's going to be real bad. Real bad. <laughs> real bad. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. Like, it, that's the thing. I mean, if if there were no friends and there wasn't any, I would say leave it. Like, you know, it's you're having a baby. and But this but was decades someone, ago, right? Like, this is decades ago. Or at least it feels a decade. Like maybe five years. Okay. Okay. I I would say like five, seven years. Okay. Yeah. And how do you actually even bring this up? That's kind of like where I'm struggling. Like when do you go, you do sit Layla down or whatever her name is and say, hey, like we need to talk to you. Like you don't want to make it serious either because right. that fucking adds an element of like weirdness. I, like, we need to workshop this together because I don't... <sighs> okay, maybe it's not... Like, maybe uh, Jane is... Maybe Jane is giving it more... Because I just reread it. They were in college together. Yeah. Like, you know, and they were in college and they dated for 10 months and then... They hated each other. Yeah, they, like... Yeah. And this is college shit, right? Like, you know... I don't, I think that like you putting weight on this is giving what you had, the romantic part of what you had with Mark more weight. Whereas like that was really just the entry to your friendship. Well, no, but Mark is, is carrying a lot of weight to this too. He's like, please don't fucking say anything. Like this is going to go badly. Mark is putting all the weight on it. I think our writer, whose name I totally forget again, Jane, right? Jane. Yeah. Wants to say something. She's like, let's like, like get this out in the open so that it's not weird and we're not hiding a secret. I think Mark is, is like resistant because Jane is like up his ass and being like, we got to tell her, we got to tell her, we got to tell her. Whereas like, maybe everybody should just shrug and be like, it was just in college, whatever. I think what That's I how would- we met. I think what you know? I would do is because- the alternative of having a weird, dramatic sit-down conversation about this just seems so over-the-top and weird to me. I think it might be best if someone does one day just go, oh, you as fuck, and be like, oh, my God, I fucking hated him. Oh, my God. And kind of pass it off as nothing. Because once you bring yeah. once you bring attention to it, then it makes it feel like it's something you have yeah. to have a serious conversation yeah. about it. I yes. think if it comes out in the open and fucking Bob blurts it out and says, oh, right, you two fucked or whatever. And you'd be like, oh, fuck, that was so long ago and so stupid. Ew, it was so yeah. gross. Mark, no yeah, way. We were in second year yeah. and like whatever. And I've, yeah, that's the thing. That's how you shrug it off. So And then no harm, no foul because you've, you've, yeah. you've abided by Mark's rules, which was don't say anything. And yeah. then that's fucking Mark's baggage to deal with, not yours. You wanted to say what you wanted to say, and it wasn't right. a big deal. And then it's really on Mark because Mark doesn't want you to spill the beans on that. Yeah. I mean, I guess what we're missing here is, like, what what is Mark's original lie? Like, did he say, 
I don't uh, think he said anything. Just wasn't. Okay. You just probably don't ask like, oh, did you fuck her? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's your best friend. Did you fuck? Maybe you would no, actually. I, I think it's I would. more likely. It's more likely because remember, Layla was jealous of Jane. Mm-hmm. So I bet you initially when Layla was being jealous of Jane, Mark was Mark would have been like, yeah, we're just best friends. And nothing, nothing happened ever. But mm-hmm. right. So that's where like that's where they're going to get caught. That is why the shrug scenario might not work. Because Mark has already laid a lie. Mm. Is that Mark's? Is that? Isn't that Mark's? Oopsie. Yeah, but fucking Layla is over. Like basically, Layla is midwifing Jane at this point. So it's not <laughs> right. She will be so at the water not, birth. It's not. Yeah, so it's not just Mark's <laughs> problem. <laughs> I know, but oh, it's so <laughs> weird to have this conversation. Like, hey, P.S., we used to bone. Bone. And also, if you're not going to get, like, if, if Mark isn't going to give you the go-ahead, then you're going to go behind Mark's back. I say, you know what? It's kind of, can I say this? Because I feel like I feel like this. Is It's kind of none of her business. Like, just back away from it. It's their kind of deal. If Mark webbed a lie, said a lie, that's on him. Yeah. And... I mean, I know that the fallout could be that Mark and, again, I don't remember Jane, um, Mark and Jane might not be friends or there could be some shit that would, like, you know, pull them apart because maybe Layla's like, what the fuck? You guys can't be friends because now that you guys, I've known that you fucked. I don't know. It could be weird. It could just all be fucking weird. Meaning, oh, I I think this is just, uh, like, maybe some spilt milk that's just going to fucking happen and you're going to have to deal with it when it happens. How can you pre-plan any of this? Yeah. But also, I'm I'm wondering, like, is Layla actually even going to care? Like, fucking, Jane's having a baby. Clearly, Layla cares. What's that? Clearly, Layla must care. Or Mark wouldn't be so, like, ass tight about not having this information leaked. Layla, but Mark, Layla is now on board with Jane as a friend and is no longer jealous of Jane. Mark just doesn't want to have to come clean about lying in the first place. Correct. Like, Layla has no more issues with Jane. Again, Layla is practically Jane's midwife. So... (laughs) Right. So, so I think the issue here is like, you know... um, Trust has been formed between Jane and Layla, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah, and... It may not be, like, when it comes out, hopefully Layla won't care that much that she was lied to by Mark. But you're right, Sash. I don't think it's Jane's place no. to tell. No. Mm-hmm. Especially when Mark has said no. And then it's Mark's mess to clean up. Yeah. You know? It is Mark's mess to clean up. But as we said, the best case scenario is that if someone fucking blows the cover, you play it. Like, prepare. That's what – the only thing I think you can do, Jane – is prepare yourself when that comes um, and blows up in your face in front of everyone. Yeah. Well, that was nothing. Pre- yeah, prepare a really good response that like yeah. is like, what? Ew, gross. That was so long ago and that was barely a thing. I don't know. Whatever you need to say, prepare yeah. that in your head so that it comes out perfectly, eloquently, very casually yeah. when that moment happens. Means nothing. He's just your best friend. Oh, hey, look at the baby I had with somebody else yeah. that I'm raising on my own. Yes. Oh my God. I love, I love my baby. I love my baby. I only care about my baby. I had a baby with, (laughs) I'm having a baby with myself. Yes. 
<laughs> so, you know, like, I'm not into your dude because yeah. I'm having a baby. I had yeah. a baby. I'm whatever. The, I've moved on. Comes out. Yes. Moved on. I'm a mother now. I can't deal with this drama. Like, yeah. come on. Like, whatever. Oh, long oh, time. Oh, God. Other priorities now. Yeah. Gross, 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 there gross. There you go. Mark. Yeah. There you go. Prepare that. And that's all you can really do at this point. Yes. And focus on your pregnancy and have a nice pregnancy and do not stress about this anymore. Totally. Like, this is. I would stress about again. that, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I think that. I, I think that my also my other thing is that I think Jane, you're assigning like you're you're giving too much energy to this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and in in your mind, it's building up so much that you know I'm worried you're not going to be able to like do the shrug that we need you to do. So release that energy. Yeah, and prepare prepare for that and, shrug. <laughs> yeah, and then forget about it, and then just shrug it off, and just be like, oh hey, remember I'm pregnant and raising this child on my own. That's yeah. my priority. Yeah, yeah. That's focus As, on that. As Layla's midwifing you. Imagine yeah. if she finds out, like, while being a doula and giving birth. <laughs> well, um, Jane, good luck. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. Good luck. But again, but again, I think this is also like heat scoring itself. So if you remove the tension from yes. yourself and just be like, yeah, whatever happens, happens, then, you know, we're good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's it for this week. Um, keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, please do leave comments and reviews. We will be back soon. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.